You are listening to Be Simply. This is Suzanne Toro, a.k.a. She. You can anticipate being inspired, discovering some inner and outer wisdom and inspiration. Without further ado, let's dive into Be Simply. Welcome to Soul, Silence, and Sound, brought to you by Be Simply. This is Suzanne, and today we're going to dive into a discourse on truthfulness as it's mentioned in the eight limbs of yoga and truthfulness falls under the laws of life the yamas and the word that is used is satya and i've i've done a whole series of these talks before yet i felt like it was a beautiful time to circle around with truthfulness it feels to me thus far in this moment in interstellar space that we are going to witness a lot of truths. And truth is a funny thing because uh, people tell the truth or don't tell the truth for all sorts of reasons. Yet uh, over the past few decades, bit by bit, Humans have been waking up and seeing the truth, seeing what is. And that's really what uh, the word truth really means is what is. So we could tell a version of truth, but it's not necessarily what is. So the reason I want to dive a little bit deeper into truthfulness is one, uh, something that you can practice and bring your attention to and as I've mentioned in the past the system of yoga and uh, when we look at uh, some some of the things beyond uh, the system of asana or the parts of yoga beyond asana pranayama the breath work uh, there are these virtues if you will that just rise up within you it's a natural way of being And the more that you practice, no different than if you practice your faith, if you deepen your spiritual practice, it's going to reveal things to you. And so truthfulness is one of those things where we start to get really honest with ourselves. And typically, at the beginning of this Gregorian New Year, people set a lot of resolutions or intentions, however you want to call them. Uh, because they're, they want to come into alignment or integrity with themselves. And so now that a large portion of the humans on planet Earth are awake, meaning they're starting to see what is in their communities, in their relationships, they're starting to see um, really what is and examine how we got here and how we're going to shift that. So I'm excited about this moment, yet it's going to require us all to exercise this muscle of honesty with ourself, honesty with others. And uh, it'll couple with another one of the laws of life, which is integrity. And yeah, so what I want to 
share with you today is that you might have noticed some truths about yourself over this past couple years. Uh, you might have started to notice some truths about other people that are in, in and around your life. And those reveals give you a new way of understanding one another. And then sometimes there's the where we adapt, we reevaluate, and we uh, look at how we want to move forward from there. And those moments can be bittersweet when we realize what is versus what we thought or imagined or wanted to be. And so how we got here on planet Earth is that, I mean, not, not I'm not going back to the inception of the planet, but in this moment, how we got here on planet Earth is that we all kind of turned our head away. We didn't want to see because we had something to gain from the lies. We had something that we wanted. So we were willing to sacrifice truth. We were willing to sacrifice integrity. And we were willing to kid ourselves and think, oh, uh, I don't, it's not my problem. I don't need to worry about that. I'm not participating or I'm not contributing. But we've all participated on some level, some people more than others. And then if that's uh, been a slow build, so that's been a slow build to hear. It's taken decades and decades for us to all live in the lie. And what's interesting that's happened during this past couple years, it's, it's actually uh, created more and more of an awakening. So some people have been brought into the what is very rapidly, and that's been disorienting. So bless your heart. Other people have had decades and decades to see or their whole life to see what is and then had to just be patient uh, as we go through this process. Because once you start seeing what is in the infrastructure of society hasn't changed, it can feel a little disheartening, right? And so how this, if we go from the macro, like the world, to the micro, you, each one of you listening, have the opportunity to be the change. You have the opportunity to create change from within to the outside world. And as you do that, the world around us starts to shift. And that it's really like putting the demand out there in the macro isn't going to be as effective because that system is there. It's like having to take a wrecking ball to the system where if you do shift here and outward, then bit by bit, your relationships come into integrity, uh, how you go into action into the world comes into integrity and truthfulness. And that then will require other people to show up that way too. And so we can get disappointed and disheartened, yet uh, we have opportunity to embody something and reflect it to others and it's not always easy 
And so oftentimes I always ask people to kind of share with me if I'm going to work with them, meaning like on a project professionally, or if they're in session with me doing some inner work, you know, I, I ask them to look at their code of ethics and to keep it simple, you know, having like three code of ethics that you can work on. By and large, I would say, you know, I've been doing this a minute working with people one-on-one. Honesty or truth is important to a lot of people. And that basically is saying, I'm ready to be honest with myself. I'm ready to be truthful with myself. And so we can think about uh, truthfulness in a way that are we telling ourselves the truth? And then where in our life are we not being honest with the outside world? And that is something to examine one by one. Can you can we examine that and look at that? And are we ready to come into integrity and honesty with what we're conveying to the world? So what I'd love for you, each and one in each one of you that are listening right now is to, and you might need to pause this or write a quick note and come back to it after we go through this process. But if you can identify three things that you need to come into radical honesty with yourself, meaning is there something that you're deceiving yourself by telling yourself a story maybe about the relationship you're in, maybe about uh, some of the habits you have in your life. Uh, There's lots of things to examine there and keep it from you to the outside world. Obviously, if there are relationships that aren't integrity, they'd be looking at how you're not in integrity in those relationships. And just write three, three things down. And then from there, I want you to sit with what the solution is and what's the the remedy to making things right. So when we have a reconciliation process, it requires typically forgiveness, humility, and then action because action speaks volumes over words and literally it's action is a form of communication and typically when we've developed habits that aren't supporting our highest and best uh, yeah when we haven't mastered that (laughs) completely uh, you know, we have to go through a process of re-embodying or re-integrating where we want to be. And so when you look at those three items, if you have them written down now, just right next to them or above, like what what's the solution here? How do I reconcile with myself first? And how do I come into right action? We're not going to worry about the outside world because when you do these two things, when you reconcile with yourself, 
and come into right action, that will shift your relationship to the world and how you show up in the world. And so that level of awareness will also help you start to see what is around you. It's kind of like if you have a, a little secret that only certain people know about you, maybe a way, a lifestyle, a thing that you do, whatever it is. Uh, once you recognize what that is and shift it, that will go away and the people that enable that little secret or that habit, or it may just be with yourself, um, that starts to shift. And so by making things right with you, that's like the pebble in the pond, and it starts to shift the macro. You know, it'll shift the family unit. It'll shift how you engage with the community. It'll shift how you engage with your the state you live in, the country you live in, and so forth. And it will also create pure action with the world around you because you'll clean up some of those little jagged edges that are presenting themselves. And those really come from the lack of honesty and integrity. And as a society as a whole, we have clearly uh, globally lost this. And so I would say we all have a little bit of cleanup work to do. And so if inspired, I welcome you to uh, get super honest with yourself, to uh, see where you can clean things up. Now, the second part of this, if we're looking at you at the center of the circle and then you go to your family unit, closest friends, and then you go to your community and then maybe uh, out beyond that so that you, let's just keep it to your state. You can do the same thing um, to see where the, these things you've identified are impacting your engagement with your family unit, where they're impacting your engagement with your community, where they're impacting your engagement with the state you live in. And you might say, well, I don't have any engagement with the state I live in. Well, there might be something that you can offer. Because when we move out of not being honest with ourselves, when we move into radical honesty we, and we start to embody that and we start to embody integrity, it starts to shift. And then we start to see where there's work to be done in our communities, in our families, and then we show up for those. So a popular thing a lot of people will say is, I have to have boundaries, I'm going to cut cords, I'm, I'm not going to be involved. Well, that's not possible <laughs> because we're a fluid, dy dynamic, energetic being that is exchanging information with one another and the ecosystem all the time. So in your mind, you can think that you cut a cord, but your energy is still emitting and your energy does not have an opinion about where it goes, meaning that you are emanating energy at all times in all directions. And just because you say, oh, this person over here wronged me and I'm going to cut a cord, it doesn't work that way because there's still karma there. 
And at some point, you're going to have to reconcile that karma. Same way, I'm welcoming you to reconcile some things on the inside. And then the boundaries, yeah, there can be a line in the sand, meaning like, uh, I don't do that. Like, And again, that goes to the integrity point, like, oh, I don't participate in that. You can fill in the blank. And absolute, there's like no wiggle room there. So when the, when you express that, then someone knows because they're like, wow, that person is expressing. They don't participate in that. And so then uh, they know not to come to you and ask you to do that. Uh, so, but you might say, I don't participate in that. And then in the back room, you're participating in that. And so there's where you're not honest with yourself and that person and where that can be cleaned up. So also we start to see there's a responsibility. And as I've shared, I think many times over in some of these talks is that if we're living in a true community situation, we make sure that our society is well and the if society stays well, then the society is strong and can do so much more. And that's a beautiful thing. And there's uh, been uh, a periods of time on this planet where communities are vibrating at such a high resonance that they are in service to one another and they care so much about each other's well-being that it's understood that to maintain the integrity of the community is to focus on well-being. And so where we are as a society, that's not important uh, to our society at all because we have so many medical conditions just in the physical body, mental body, emotional body that are imbalanced. They don't are not in harmony with themselves and the world around them. So these, again, are these indicators that we have some housekeeping to do and so if we use the example of the body this is a great way to look at it if you're like oh I'm honest with myself we go to the body and we say where is my body not in harmony where are the areas that I need to strengthen and let's say you're perfectly physically fit meaning that your body looks like a a well-oiled machine uh, in the sense that it's running well, it it's moving well, you feel supple, good, all those things. But then you might look at your mind. Is the mind working well? Is my mind at ease? Is it clear? And then you, that person may say yes. And then you would look at the emotional center. Is my heart balanced and in alignment? And so as you go through, and then you would look at your soul, is my soul in alignment? And then you will notice areas where there could be a little bit of assistance or support, proactive well-being versus reactive well-being. And that process takes honesty, and it's and typically where we have our, our point that's not, like let's say our mind's not in balance, it's like, oh, I got to work on that. Or my emotions are not in balance, so i got to work on that. And that's a, a muscle that gets exercised every single day. And then let's say you've mastered all aspects of self, your mind, body, heart, and soul. Then guess what? You're at a place where you can be of service to yourself and the world around you. 
And to maintain that, it will require integrity and truthfulness. So what we're going to do is I want you to look down at your paper. If you did write uh, the areas where you are ready and need and want to come into truthfulness, and that word want is really important because if we don't want to shift something, it's not going to (laughs) happen just by talking about it. We have to want to do it. And it has to be so important that there's no compromise. Um, And then to be gentle with ourselves through the process. And then as we go into the meditation, I just welcome you to like look at that or feel into that. And if you don't know what the areas are yet, that's okay. I just want you to let it be. And then I, I want you to just allow yourself to just be in the silence the best you can. Uh, and then at some point during the silence to the sound, something might rise up, especially in the sound portion. And whatever is realized will stay with you, even if you're not cognizant of it, meaning conscious of it. And then from there, you can flow in that direction. And the reason it's sometimes nice to sit with things for a couple days, months, meaning, you know, really to get honest with yourself can take some space to analyze and understand why you're doing certain habits. Like people that um, might have more of an addictive nature or might have picked up a bad habit to avoid healing, Um, whatever it is. It can sometimes take a while to understand why one's doing that and then uh, see the deepest roots so one can let it go. So with that being said, I want you just to come up to that upright seated position. And I want to welcome you uh, just to take a nice deep breath in and then exhale out. Another one, inhale, and exhale, and again, inhale, and exhale. Good, and then gently bring your attention to your breath and a soft gaze at a focal point down in front of you. And then just observe the breath. And if your mind gets active, really focus on the breath as a mantra, observing the breath, pulling your attention away from the thoughts in your mind. And then taking another deep breath in and out. And again, inhale and exhale. 
And then gently from there. Welcoming you to just observe that breath a little deeper and gently slip into the silence.
simply if you're still in an upright seated position just bring yourself back into a reclined position if you're on a chair or a sofa or if you're on your mat recline back into Shavasana and as you come to the earth the floor or the bed Just gently welcome your body to stay present, to soften, and to continue to dive into your inner landscape. Simply observe that breath, closing the eyes, and enjoying being here.
Just gently following your breath, breathing in and out. Observing that breath. And then gently bringing your awareness to my voice and just welcoming you to be for a moment and welcoming you to actually if inspired uh, take a moment to just write down anything that's coming to you and also if inspired uh, just taking some time to get a little bit more honest with yourself in this next moment. And just observe it without judgment, without shame. Uh, just observe it and understand that as we examine and observe our relationship to the world around us and to ourself, we can improve upon it. We can be better. We can do better. And so, if inspired, stay here a little bit longer. We're going to exit out with Kadri Scott again with Eat Your Greens. Next week, we'll put in the circle. Uh, she's been distilling some beautiful wisdom in her music. Uh, that I think speaks to us all. And if there's anything I can do for you, if you need to process, you have questions, feel free to send me an email or text me if you know my phone number. And I'm happy to be here with you. So until next time, this is Suzanne signing out a full heart, a soft gaze, a deep bow, and a namaste.
be simply. Tomorrow.